Good morning. It's the 3rd of December. Ho, ho, ho. And you're listening to the big kickoff. Good morning. It's December. We're getting very close now, David. Jesus, they're sensitive headphones this morning. <laughs> it's a good job. I didn't have any beers on little any beers right last night. Good morning, we're good sore. We're in December. A few festive little bits and pieces today, alright, but how are you? Good. I yes. presume Friday evening. Did you watch the Toy Show? Oh I did. Happy? Yeah. It's a good toy show. I have to say it was decent. Probably well, even Ryan lost that, huh? I don't even... Yeah, ah, that was... That was a good moment. As soon as he mentioned the father in a way, I went, ah, here's the surprise. Yeah. You knew it was coming, but it was brilliant. So, for anyone who's from... Um, Planet this, such and such. Well, we've got listeners now from America. Yeah, true. We've got listeners from Singapore. We've got listeners from Albania. I really said Konnichiwa. Sorry for offending Singapore. <laughs> Sorry for saying it. So, they wouldn't know what the Late Late Toy Show is. But, there's moments where... They yeah. had two kids on, and, brother and sister, yeah. their brother and sister, and they were on reviewing toys, and they were talking with their dad, and he's a, he, no, he's not here, he's, he's in, away uh, in Mali. Mali, he's doing uh, work with the army, peacekeeping. And of course, then at the end, there's a big present. He says, "This is my favorite present of all." And he bursts through. And yeah. the little lad, Adam, I think his name, because he's saying yeah. that is my son. Oh, he leapt on him. Oh, he did all over dad, him. Dad. He, yeah, yeah. So I think I think everyone got and a bit emotional. Poor girl, she that. just froze. Yeah, she's like, what? yeah. And then <laughs> poor old Ryan at the end, he goes, "I have to go now. Good luck." Yeah, yeah. Moment was he, he actually had a quiver, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, it was brilliant. Um, so X Factor, did you watch the X Factor? That's finished. No, I didn't even realize it was. It was, in fairness, credit to X Factor. Started, finished, job done. Yeah, I'm. I, I have no idea who won. Any I, idea? I, no. I, or I, is it tomorrow, tonight? Or I'm no not idea. sure. I, I just can't. X Factor just doesn't do it for me anymore. Now. Ah, no. It's. Do you it's, know? I, we were actually talking about this the other day, right? X this fa- is a sports show, folks. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> X Factor has ruined. Like we, we're talking about Christmas songs. Oh yeah, yeah. It's ruined Christmas songs. The the the, the legacy. You, if you look at Christmas songs, it's very hard. Uh, maybe one or two over the last 20, 30 years to get yeah. a good Christmas song. Everything else has been in the 70s, 80s. Yeah. You know, so... So a Christmas number one to you is not a Christmas song. Oh, yeah, he's 17. Stay, uh, stay. Uh, absolutely. Would you tolerate it? No, it's a Christmas no, song. No, I don't even tolerate it as a song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a desperate song. But the, vi- the video's got snow on it. Snow on it, that's... <laughs> Yeah. They were shot on is it VH1 They had VH1 yesterday I think Oh yeah They've gone Christmas Madness They've gone Christmas Madness And the number two Christmas song Was Whitney Houston uh, <laughs> The Bodyguard song What's that? I will always love you oh, yeah. what? What's that got to do with Christmas? It was because <laughs> Obviously it was out around Christmas That doesn't make yeah, it a Christmas, Christmas song yeah, So yeah. Anyhow yeah. Celebrity uh, watching I haven't caught up on it. I, we watched it last Did night. Did you watch Strawberry Gate? We watched Strawberries last I'm night. Can. It just goes to show you, like, sports people are very loyal and team. But he's obviously an individual sport. It's like, screw this, I'm hungry. I want a few I extra strawberries. It. Yeah, yeah, he's not a team guy <laughs> at all. And Dennis Wise was the one who was fuming the most. Because he went in, oh, I'm not bloody happy at all, mate. You know what I mean? He was frothing, going, no, this is, this is a team game. And then at the end, he went over to him and he says, listen, I know it was your man Ian's. And thing. he goes, yeah, 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 it was his, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even when 
he admitted in, in the bush thingy whatever yeah. uh, he goes I'm going to have to admit it well, you're going on your own pal yeah oh he didn't do it yeah you can see the face of him yeah. when he turned around and says I'm going to have to say it to him what you're not. No, you're not. No, well, you're yeah. doing it on your own. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. so there you go, poor old Lamir. As soon as he's up, I know he's immune. I don't know who went last night or if anyone. Was. I haven't watched it. So if I, he was up, I'd say he'd be gone because I'm sure a lot of good old uh, fashioned England there wouldn't be too happy with that shenanigans. I don't know. There's a lot of people over there. <laughs> <laughs> Minefield. So what are we discussing today? Oh, today. Well, it's December, so obviously it's going to be festive. It's a couple of a sprinkling of Christmas songs today, but obviously after nine we're going to go through. What to get for him or her, for that matter, of a sporting variety for Christmas, of which there is many, 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 like Captain Lassard here. And because you will have to, if you want to send away for Christmas presents, yeah, now's the time. you have to do it now. Just in case, yeah. So this is the week. So we're here to set you right now and uh, get what, as I said, for that special someone, whether it be he or her, or them. Or them. Or us. I don't know. Or us. You send something into us if you want. Or he and he and she and she. We're all very well, liberal around here. Well, it's Rainbow Laces week or two weeks. <laughs> is it? Although I don't think half of them are wearing it. Yeah, no, sure. Um, Sky Sports. Well, it's a. It's obviously it's the LGBT. I don't know the exact. It's called Rainbow Week or whatever. Right. It's, and it's obviously to do with the LGBT community where the captain's armbands are in the rainbow colours and players are wearing rainbow laces just oh, to yeah. advertise. It's, 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 it's brilliant and the whole lot like but um, yeah you, you can see the graphic on Sky Sports News where it's usually blue and red it's rainbow and even the the uh, when the golf is on as well which will come to down the side it's in rainbow instead of blue and red so yeah it's, it's all Okay, we're all, here, we're all happy. So okay, so we've been waiting for this moment all year. <laughs> we go Irish first. We go Irish first. What song could we pick for the first and it's song at December? Song that's Irish. So I think it should be Ron Keaton, Very Day in New York. I yeah. Zig and Zag. I'm sure they had a Christmas song, didn't Surely they? Surely Joe Dolan did a Christmassy <laughs> one. Maybe he did a cover of Stay. Will we just <laughs> we just press play what we went Shoot. Everything's right in the world again. It's official now. To all our beautiful people in New York, welcome. <laughs> if you want to ring your loved ones and tell them you miss them, feel free. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just like whispering like that. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Have you been a good boy and girl this year? Creep. The big kickoff. <laughs> yeah, and Liffy Sound 96.4 FM, uh, 0870627138, and the big kickoff 96.4 gmail.com, and... Twitter is the big kickoff <laughs> one. We are also on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, and I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's I it. think we've got a lot covered there. So, have a listen out. Okay, Dave. I think we have to tip our caps first and foremost to uh, the Ireland ladies getting a cracking draw against the European champions Holland in the World Cup. Did you watch Warfare. it? No, I don't have air. It was uh, streamed live on Facebook. Well then, I missed the ball there. Um... 
But oh yeah, I watched it. And yeah. it were they it, under the cosh a bit or a lot? Yeah. A lot. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't think they got too many shots yeah. off target. Yeah. More or less the first half. But it was sit back. It was Ireland. Yeah, you know, that's our way. But it's there's it's excusable. For a good reason. It's because these are the best could be in the world. Potentially nearly. in the world as a minute. Potentially yeah. in the yeah. world. European champions. And our the defending was unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Now we'll talk about the the Irish senior team, and we'll get disgruntled. Yeah, but you don't get disgruntled when you know that your game plan in this has to be you have to sit back to get something or anything yeah. out of it. it. It probably would have been the only result. If anyone, before the game, whatever, but during the game, it's fairly obvious. It's yeah. the only thing you yeah. could do the, almost. These, these are a league above us. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an outstanding draw and the, the girls are looking at the game, they 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 put everything. They, I mean, these threw themselves at the football every yeah. single time. There was blocks going in left, right and centre. It was, it was a brilliant defensive performance should have dressing room celebrations like that's how much it meant to them it was massive yeah. because for them that's a huge and like women's football it, it, unfortunately it does be in the back of the mind and it's something you throw your eye on from time to time but I certainly don't remember a result like that against any of the big teams we've played double headers against America and been soundly beaten yeah. uh, I know England bet us like real top teams Germany the whole lot over the last few years this is the first proper one where, and it's away from home as well. And we're yeah. still joined top. They've to come to Dublin. I'm sure it'll be much of the same. But we're in we're in the mix and we're in the show because I I don't know exactly, but I don't even know if Ireland have ever been to a major championship. So I'm not sure if they have. But we're slowly but surely getting there, and it was great to see them. Jeez, what a young team! No, I, I looked at the. It's your stepping stone. Yeah. You, obviously, you can't go on for you know eternity playing in that style. But you have to have a stepping stone yeah. to build confidence, to build interest in the game, and what have you. They can definitely go out and the likes of... Well, I'm not sure. Have they got Georgia? Am I, am I right or wrong there? They have a double header. I know it's Holland and someone else. Uh, Slovakia is one Slovakia. Of I know that. Uh, so, I mean, they're the teams then you have to say, right, listen, yeah. we have to go out and play against. And I've seen them in, in games where they've there's gone out and played. For. Yeah, there's something to fight for. And, yeah. and, and that's all you want. Yeah. And uh, let's face it, you know they're going to do it. Well... They're going to fight for it. Like, they're going to fight know, That's what oh, you know, yeah. no matter oh, yeah. what. 100%. 100%. Uh, I suppose... There's a lot of big stories. I think we'll wait until after the break to do the World Cup because we'll have a few more minutes on that. But I think we suppose Tiger. The Tiger's back. And no, it's not the Irish Academy. It's Tiger Woods himself. Showing some signs of, of good form. Obviously, last night was very tough conditions and a lot of players struggled. So I wouldn't be overly concerned. If he wakes up this morning, he's pain-free. He's doing well no matter what. I think everyone wants Tiger Woods to be back. 100%. I've said it for a good few years, especially a few of the golf buddies and stuff like that. Um you'd love to see a change in the guard and that's why he's been missed the last couple of years because yes there's the new guys coming up and your speeds and uh, Reeds and Day and Johnson and McElroy but you would have loved in a couple of years of them tussling with Tiger and see have they got it now we might get that for a year or two I know these are much more established now but you know I would have loved to have seen it and hopefully Tiger it's it's not going to be really a change in the guard anymore but it'd just be nice to see Tiger creeping up the page on a Sunday and seeing uh oh it's a bit like... The Tiger effect, you know? It's a bit like when Hulk Hogan came back into the <laughs> WWE, isn't it? Oh, yeah! No, that's Macho Man! It's oh. Macho Man! Get <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? <laughs> it's like when he came back in, you were going, oh yeah, I'd love to see him against The Rock. Yeah. And then that finally happened. It was kind of like that. Come back in and just give us something. Yeah. Give us that matchup that we always yeah. wanted to see. So, yeah. Tiger Woods going in the Masters in, in good form. Yeah. And giving You'd it... You'd love it. And testing them, lads. Exactly. That, that's the ultimate. And as... One or two uh, articles I've been reading this week. Anyone say, oh, what's a good week? He says, and they were all saying the same thing. Four days of pain-free golf because 
eventually he will get into a rhythm and he's shown plenty of signs I was watching it on Friday night and Jesus they wrote him off for one of the drives oh danger here danger there danger this danger that and then of course you know this shot tracker where they have the red line after he hits it he just laced it 320 yards down the middle and you're like oh yes nice one isn't that the most mesmerising thing on <laughs> sports television <laughs> that red the line the ball shapes and you can't stop looking at yeah. it it's like oh look at that it's the way he's curling and then around. when it doesn't happen it's like where's it gone where's it gone where's the ball so yeah but look, he's back. How long for? Hopefully, a, a, a good full season would be fantastic to see. So I couldn't care less how he finishes tonight. If he's back and he's pain free, happy days. He'll slowly but surely, hopefully, come back into the fray. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, because yeah. it's great for golf, and it is. As much as Rory and all these are big stars, there is no, there is no one like Tiger. Oh, there's no one. No, no, absolutely not. And. and I, I, I've, you get good vibes I know we had a 75 yesterday 75 yeah, but it was Three very over. windy last night was it very very windy it was tough conditions eventually he got a nice little birdie and he was even playing to the crowd after he got the birdie he gave a little bow and took off his hat and you know a bit unlike Tiger like he's loosening up a little bit and he's uh, he, he, I think he's just happy to be out there but don't get me wrong in a couple of months time if he's starting to show form he won't be doing any of that cracking no. it'll be the ice cold Tiger again and 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 that's what I'd love to see. I'd love to see a Friday or Sunday where he's creeping up the leaderboard and one of the big boys is up there and have, have they got it in the in the togs to to close it out while Tiger's chasing because that was always the intimidating thing. Who's leading that now? Uh, oh, you know. what's his name? Um, I, I said Kirk Chapel and I got it wrong. It's the other guy, Hoffman, Charlie Hoffman. Charlie Hoffman. Charlie Hoffman. And Speed's up there. Tommy Fleetwood's up there. Listen, it's only an 18-man field and it's an invitation. I think it's actually Tiger Woods' invitation. That's why he's there. Um, so they have most of the big boys. Now, there's a couple missing, obviously, but it's uh, it's 18 top top players. And at the moment, he's 10th or 11th. So okay. it just goes to show. I think it's Stenson is a couple of shots off him. Like, he's struggling. So we'll wait and see. Let's not get excited, but it's good to see. Okay. Um, football. Did you see football yesterday? Oh yeah, um, um, Man United were playing Arsenal. Yeah, didn't see the game as I told you this morning. Match of the day, best match of the day game I've seen in years. Chelsea Newcastle. Yeah, that these are the ones I seen yeah. yesterday. Uh, I didn't. Actually, I seen Liverpool. Play. I actually didn't see a match of the day. So yeah. I only seen those games. Um, what What was match of the day like? Well, the first half of match of the day I can tell you about because I kind of fell asleep for the second half of match of the day. <laughs> you were getting old. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not, I was lying in bed doing it. I gave up. Uh, but yeah, match of the day, United and Arsenal was superb. It was non-stop. It was, Ten minutes wasn't enough. Like, I had the goals. I had the sending off. I had the not sending off. I had the penos. I had stupid saves from David De Gea. I want to stop there for a second. Whoever, I, I, I dug it up again last night because I mentioned it on the show a couple of weeks ago. They did a top 15, like, you know that FIFA Best Awards? You know the awards yeah. that you love? The top 15 goalkeepers, he never featured in it. So I dug, I dug again last night going, who did this? Are these, are these keepers that voted for it or is it the managers, these international managers? Who is it? But apparently there's a panel. Anyway, he wasn't on it. It's a joke. Uh, and i seen that. And why is that though? No one voted for him, did they? No they? idea. Not on it at all. And Man City's two goalkeepers are in it. And Claudio yeah. Bravo was shocking last year. So it just goes to show. Anyway, that's irrelevant. He was superb again last no. year. Hold on there. Have a listen to this. <laughs> yeah, Robbie, right? We, we bang on about Lionel Messi being like the greatest player that's ever played the game. But this David De Gea, he's the goalkeeping equivalent of Lionel Messi. He is that good. He just does things that keepers just... I've never seen any keeper do what he does. That save that he made today, oh my God, that double save, that was just unreal. Yeah. He's, the, he's, the, he's the god. He that, is unbelievable. Yeah. I can't argue He actually is He's been on top form For the last How many Three or four Tell years Tell me a mistake he's done Anytime 
give me a mistake. Can you remember one? No. Has he dropped across lately? Has he? Sp- no, he very rarely Tell does him. now. In fairness, he very rarely does. Faultless, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he. I had, know, he has, no shame in saying it. He can have a United badge all he wants. He is unbelievable. It's what has kept Manchester United with a chance. Even when Van Gaal was there, he yeah. kept them with a chance. And the sign of a true great player, he gets better at the big games. Like his most memorable saves, you remember them. They're the Liverpool ones. The one with his feet in Anfield this year, the, the bar draw. It was, it was an outrageous foot, uh, foot to, to yesterday. He shows up. Like some of the ones that he takes out of the top. He's a uh, quality. Absolutely. Except for the man bun. Everything else, he is perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> Arsenal have a bit of a worry, don't they? <sighs> Moving on. Arsenal right. just do my nothing. They'll go on hammer somebody next week and, and be brilliant again and they think, oh, we're, we're so close. But you're not. You're, you're not, not close. You're, so, you're, you're the same as you were the you're last not few close. years. Or it's the same old style. Cutting yourself on, isn't you know, it? I couldn't care less. But they're going to lose players. Uh, and important players for them. Sanchez and Ozil are potentially on the way out and for free. Okay, listen to this. Oh. <laughs> Mesut Ozil mm. to Manchester United in uh, January. You know what? That would break my heart. <laughs> you know why? Because they've got, they've got players who, who perform and play what you, if you, I could see, you know, for instance, I'm, I'm hearing Matters trying to, he's, he's kind of edging for a deal. If that doesn't happen, Mesut Ozil on a free mm. to Man United is, it's a shoo-in. Yeah. You could, it's something that I could see him at United being unbelievable. Do you think he would then make the difference for them? And he's, he's the kind of player that, yes, we, we've seen it sometimes with Arsenal, but I've said to people before, when you've got players around, he can't, drag a team up by their laces and make them all play well. No. But if they're playing well and you stick him in, yeah. unbelievable. He can add the polish to He's it. the one. He's yeah. the one that you want to say, you know what, I just need something to finish this off. Yeah. I put Ozil in and that frightens me to know that he could end up at Man United. And mm. it, would, it wouldn't make sense to him or his agents or his team for mm. him to sign now mm. simply because he's gone this far. Ian Wright's on form a few uh, over the last couple of weeks with one or two opinions, I have to say. Yeah, and, and, and it's... it's I, why doesn't Wenger see this? But the, the, I just said it to you, there off air. Like, Ozil is quality, of which there's no denying. When he first came, the lift hit that one player alone. That lift for about four or five months of Arsenal. They were a proper league-winning team. Yeah. And then it died down. I would put that on the manager then. He's obviously not tapping into him enough. Because mm. once a player shows that he can do that... It's up to you to get that out of him every week. Yeah. That's your job as a manager. And Wenger's obviously not done it. And Sanchez can do it when he wants to, but he picks and chooses when he does. That's where the manager is failing. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. And he, they're going to go for nothing. And are they going to give him... Is he going to be... I can't see him being there next year. No. I really can't. Wenger. I, yeah, Wenger. Yeah. I really can't. They're after giving him... Was it a two-year deal or something like that? I think that yeah. was a setup to get rid of him after a year if he didn't do well. And the sad fact is, if they're on a free, they can go anywhere. If they're under contract, it's like, great, you're not going to a rival. Grant, and we'll make some money. Sanchez could end up at City, because obviously Guardiola likes him and he wants him. And Ozil could end up at United. And you know what they're going to do when they're at them two teams. Yeah, yeah. And Arsenal are going to sit there and go boo-hoo and buy a few more young flips with potential. With potential, yeah. Yeah. They're struggling. This kid's malarkey. They're actually ready to topple over. Yeah. They're mid-table potential now. Yeah, 100%. I'm bored of them. I love Wenger and I've loved everything he's done, but I'm bored of them. Okay. Anyway, round over. Right, David. What about us? What about all the times you said you had the answers? What about us? What about all the broken happy ever after? 
that's our guilty pleasure of the week. Cracking chill now. It's the, I, I said this to you before. I just like the video. It's a good video. Yeah. They're dancing around and all that. And sometimes good our songs that have a good video make yeah. the song better. And that's one of those songs. Yeah. Um, 0870627138 if you hate pink. And <laughs> LiveySound96.4 at gmail.com. David. Liverpool. Got out of jail yesterday. Okay, right. We're talking about Liverpool. Yeah. No, I just... It's because from, from my point of view... 5-1 seems I, impressive. 5-1 does look impressive. And I didn't see a match of the day. So. And you know, Shoot. us Liverpool fans literally pray for the day that we click and we come good, right? As we all know. So winning a couple of games, like cold, a cold night in December, or cold night in November, 3-0 away to Stoke, all of a sudden, and then another way one. Everyone's starting to get excited. Oh, you never know. Are we going to be the team to shit? No, we're not. We're not going to be the team to shit. Yeah. You relax. Enjoy it. However long, however long it lasts, quote me on this at the end of the season, do an Alan Hansen on me if you want, but we got out of jail yesterday. Our, apart from Manchester City, who, if they yeah. don't win the league, they'd be very disappointed yeah. in themselves. Everyone else would be just happy with Champions League now. Correct. So, no matter who they are, Man United, Arsenal, Spurs, yeah. Liverpool, Spurs Chelsea, Spurs are having a, a rocky yeah. patch. They'd all be happy with Champions Second, League. Second, third, especially if City keep doing what they do. So you just told me during the song, the back line. Talk, yeah, talk we had, we had back, and this is why, um, don't get me wrong, Hewton played into it as well. He, he dropped the ball as well. It's a bit of a, a beautiful storm thing, but Liverpool had a back three. Matip is now out for at least into the new year, apparently. Right. He got an injury, so he went with a back three. He kind of changed it around. Of Dejan Lovren, who we all know is in good form. Right. Uh, and then Wijnaldum and Emery Chan. So we had two midfielders, one a potential attacking midfielder. Yeah. Wijnaldum's more attacking than defensive, yeah. isn't he? Chan has covered once or twice as centre half. He's a defensive midfielder. So yeah. You'd say, right, maybe you should be able to slot yeah. in there and do a job, but not full time. Because when I seen the starting lineup, I went, all right, Chan's going in centre half and it's going to be the forward usual. But then it started and I was like, Wijnaldum's playing kind of left back. What's the start? And then it was like, oh, it's actually a back three because he played Robertson finally. Okay. Played left wing back and Trent Alexander Arnold. And the two of them were bombing on. And then he had Milner and Henderson. And I think that's everybody. And then the front three of Coutinho, Salah, and Firmino. Right. Um, very much parked the bus Brighton for half an hour was it? Liverpool weren't really getting in you're kind of going right maybe this is why he played the two boys because we're going to hog the ball let's try and make something happen or whatever mm. I didn't realise Matip was injured but we got away with it because we had so much of the ball they didn't really I thought maybe Hewton might kind of go right at half time we'll roll the dice a bit here because they're there to be got it because there was one moment where, where Wijnaldum was playing like a centre midfielder completely lost the run of the play his man was behind him his man was right on the line he was about five yards away from me he kind of clicked in oh I'm centre half and jumped back into position you know, I was watching it and I was getting nervous now two minutes later Emery Chan got a great header and literally 80 seconds later Liverpool at their devastating best went 2-0 up and it changed everything but so did Chris Hewton fall as you said fall into that trap potentially he was very or maybe afraid. missed the chance because I was thinking about it a little bit this morning because obviously I wanted to bring it up and I'm not trying to be controversial here and say Liverpool were superb going for it. absolutely and in fairness they weren't really bothered that much at the back which was great probably because they hogged the ball because of maybe having that many footballers or whatever on the pitch but he was very afraid he obviously looked like you look at Duffy and Dunk they're centre half centre halves they're sliding in everywhere blocking everything winning headers our front three sliced them in half. And the rare time they were exposed, that's exactly what we did. So Hewton definitely was very cagey and very careful about that. But as long as we scored first, that was potentially going to open up. And thankfully it did. 
but we still got away with it. That's a nice win away from home, but we can't play like that against a better opposition because they kill us. But then again, every game, every game you're looking at individually, mm. change your tactics. Yes, yeah, one-off yeah. game, fantastic. Yeah, so I mean, you can't be unhappy with five yeah. one. Oh, Shannon, going forward, like the uh, Coutinho, obviously the fourth goal. Did you see? No, about twenty-five yards out, twenty-four yards out. You're thinking, oh, yeah, it was a free kick. I, yeah. I read something about it. Yeah, over the wall, top corner. Yeah, this is how it's going to go. Uh, everyone jumped. He slid it a daisy cutter under the ground, and keeper just flat footed. Beautiful goal, real cheeky goal. He was in great form yesterday. His feet was superb. He was definitely in the humour. Obviously, Salah was doing what he usually does. Firmino, very unassuming, grabs another two goals. Uh, Chan with an excellent header. Like they were all great goals, great attack and play. And once we got the openness, it was grand. Like it was two. Was it two one? Yeah, it was two one. Murray had a two or three yarder. Mignolet made a decent save. Fifteen seconds later, goal. Yeah, and it was game over. Three one, gone. They had to open up again, and of course, Liverpool made. Listen, going forward, we're as good as, or just maybe just beyond. We're as good as almost City. We're the only team we can cl- like attacking wise. We're still a bit. We all know at the back. So who are you as good as defensively? Oh, I don't think there is. I don't think we can compare to anyone. In the, yeah. I don't, like who's leaking goals? I don't like like teams at the top, at the bottom. You can say, but are they really that bad? I don't know. Liverpool are bad at, at the back. Well, when you look at the results yesterday, you look at Leicester City, who are one one yeah. one nil against mm. um, Burnley. Was it Burnley? Yes. I'm nearly sure it was born. Yeah, it was born because uh, Robbie Brady. Oh, Robbie Brady, yeah. Looks like he's done some bad damage yeah, to his Yeah, Dice thinks it's going to be for yeah, a while. Yeah, so you look at that and you say, right, Leicester are getting their shit together. Yeah. You've got... Spores are struggling. Spores who are struggling a little mm. bit. Yeah, but still, they're struggling as in they're not winning. Mm. It doesn't mean that they're playing poorly and they're not getting results, but they're just fine. They're, they're missing something in the yeah. centre midfield. I think when Yama and who's the other fella that's normally in there with them? They, they're missing a couple of players See, in centre midfield. As great as all these big teams are, they have their one or two essentials. And when they're not there, they're incredibly ordinary. United all of a sudden have Pogba back. Mm. They're scoring goals again. Yeah. They're not exactly f- flooding forward, but whatever he does, he makes the others come alive. And he's kind of almost not grabbing the headlines, which is a bit... Yeah. Which is worrying because if he's starting to grab the headlines and they're still doing it, United are really going to go up a level. But it just goes to show you the difference. It'll be interesting to see what the Manchester Derby is going to be like next week. Guaranteed, Mourinho is going to be classic Mourinho. And well, it won't, the they won't be going. It'll be counter. Correct. That's the way. But that's his team. That's how he plays. Any Absolutely, story. no issue with that. It'll be counter attack, and you'll probably have Hierra and yeah. Matic in there. And um, now, Everton. I watched Everton West yeah. Ham. I watched Everton West Ham on Wednesday night, and oh, West Ham were atrocious. And Wayne Rooney's goal was just unbelievable. Sweet strike. It's the way he hit it because he hit it with his laces, and it was so. It wasn't a side foot. It wasn't. He just, just stuck his foot straight through it, down the middle. Brilliant beautiful. Goal. Is this the Sam Allardyce effect? Is is Sam Allardyce? He was only in the stands for that. But does that, does that all of a sudden? Does that you put questions on players? Don't you? The spotlight's back on you again. Back on you. You're again. the big star again. Yeah, you, have you to, need to prove it. But the whole team. Yeah. Now they go again yesterday and they beat Huddersfield, was it? No, yeah. Huddersfield are in a bit of a rocky spell at the yeah. moment. Their, their their honeymoon period is over. Yeah. But they go and beat them too now. Sam Alderdice was a bit feisty this week. So we let's have a listen to Sam, your favourite. I, it makes me laugh when managers at the top end start complaining about you know managers in the lower end who, are, who have got 
players who are less capable than theirs, setting up a defensive unit and get a result against them. That means tactically we are better than those guys on the day. So if I get a result at Manchester City, I am better than Pep Guardiola on that day, rather than all the press saying, well, you know, Man City had an off day, didn't they? And that's all you ever hear when you're in, the, in, in a, a team lesser than them. But at the end of the day, the most satisfying thing is to keep doing that, to keep believing that you can go away from home and nullify the big boys. But when you come at home and you play West Ham and you play Huddersfield, you can go out and play and beat them. Don't forget me. Is that, enough? is that not fair enough, though? Of course it is. You know, because you do hear, you, you've seen Pep Guardiola the other day. I thought, I thought he was out of order. I think he's a bit too dramatic. With Redmond? Redmond. I mean, what's the point? Actually, I have a little note there. Redmond was pretty classy, I have to say. He did. He's t- he Completely quashed He didn't bite. He said he was very complimentary of me and the whole lot. He basically said, you're better than that. You should be attacking more and this, that, and the other as him. And kind of just went, yeah, it was nothing. Don't yeah, but, worry about it. But who was Guardiola to say you should be attacking? Mm. But exactly what Sam Alder is just after saying there now. We can't. If they go out and attack, they'll get absolutely murdered. They won't get a result. The game is about results. Mm-hmm. Managers lose their jobs mm-hmm. because of results. So you, who was he to turn around and say, well, listen, if he wants fair... fair but he shouldn't be having a go at the players. The players are following the rules. He should have been going straight up to Pellegrino and giving out to him. Yeah, but... That, if he wanted to have a go. Yeah, but he's looking at it from... The, if, if he wants fair play mm. and a fair head-to-head, well, then... Manchester City don't spend all that money mm-hmm. and, and spend the money that Southampton yeah. are playing yeah. and yeah. Bourne there and then you'll get an even go head to head attack mm-hmm. game you know so it's, it's it, I think Sam Allardyce is totally correct yeah but it's the typical fiery Latin guys and the whole lot but it's irrelevant really because they're two league winning games yeah because their games City don't or there's big games that teams win to win the league and Guardiola knows it as well Obviously, for whatever reason, he lost the rag yeah. <laughs> and decided to take it out on Redmond for some silly reason. But he knows it; they know it. Redmond was brilliant. But uh, Big Sam's back. It'll be. It'll take another few weeks now before His the Evertonians completely forget all about the fact that they're disgusted. But and they don't they want love them. They actually didn't mind. A lot of them don't. No. Carragher had a great piece. They really don't. Um, I think it's more the style of play, the way he does, and this, that, and the other. But at the same time, it's to keep them up. Mm. Simple as that. Um, but what happens next year? To, like this is the whole Sam Allardyce thing is he one of these two or three years everyone goes on about Mourinho is Big Sam one of them you know I'm good at what I do but don't ask me to create a 10 year di- but then again listen I think he's going to be making a Rooney because he especially if you go back to Bolton he was brilliant at falling stars and giving them that last year or two Yeah, your JJ Cotches Jorky Evs Nakata Hierro Campo Listen, lads, let's go out with a bang. Yeah. And you never know if if it really works out. You could maybe get that one last big contract again and go on to bigger and better. And one or two of them did move on again. Yeah. And that's exactly what he could be doing with the likes of him and what have you. And to be honest, I was up for him a little bit with England because, you know, I was getting a bit bored of the money-hungry Capellos and Ericsons who don't really give a crap. Allardyce would have cared. And it would have been interesting to see could he have done a good job or better than them and yeah. prove that you know stick to your own stick to what you're good at and you never know and I was kind of I don't like him but I was kind of up for him and then of course one game and now shot himself in the foot in fairness yeah it would have been really interesting oh because he would have loved he, to see he wasn't their he wasn't their typical oh, sort oh, of no, no, no. and he wouldn't have been their number one choice I'd no say, he wouldn't have been no. and, and he's a bit anti-establishment and they're very stuffy in the FA that's why and that's a couple why of these lads got the boo and that's why Redknapp didn't get it either yeah yeah and that's why Southgate got it yeah, yeah. nice and safe don't get in the headlights for the wrong reasons. 
Okay, we'll take a break. I believe in a thing called love. Just the things I remember my home. With the chance we can make it now. The big kickoff. Welcome back, 087-062-7138. Ah, you gotta love a bit of the bit darkness. Of uh, David, have you anything? We're gonna go non-football for a minute, just because okay. uh, get a bit bored of it now. We'll get we'll get to the World Cup draft sometime. Um, remember my beloved rugby league World Cup that I keep bringing up every week and giving out about. I watched five minutes of it. It finally that. came to an end. World yeah. Cup final. You know, England you're, Australia yeah, was it? Your big finale. Rugby tends to be both rugby league and union tends to be nice and high scoring six nil. Anyway, moving on. Australia oh. won six nil. Oh, I turned it over on a six nil. I wonder what. Time, huh? Yes, moving on. That's all. Born. It's Jesus. over. Jesus. England capitulate as usual, but uh, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, six nil. So I'm sure it was an absolute snore. Right. Well, let's go on to the real rugby rugby yeah. union. <laughs> Um, Peter O'Mahony has turned down an IRU contract yeah. and, and begun discussions with French and English clubs. Going for the pension. This is starting to shake now, DIRFU, isn't it? Mm. Your man, what's his name, Stander, CJ Stander. Apparently he's been... Uh, Same thing. He could be booking it. Can I just say something as well? Because I said it to a big rugby lad during the week. What's going on? It seems to be more the Munster guys yeah. are getting... Now, all the contracts are the exact same. There's no difference between Leinster, Munster, Connacht, all. Like, if you... Top central contract, it's X amount of money and that's the end of it. And if you're on the top one, whether you're, no matter what province you're with... That's the money. But it seems to be more the Munster guys are getting their heads turned more so than Leinster. Are they getting something more? Maybe. maybe. Are they getting more sponsorships on the side or something than the Munster boys? I don't know. Yeah. But it seems to be a bit more of them. That are, now, I know Sexton went, but he, it was mega money. And good luck. I get it. So would I. But um, it's just a bit intriguing the way it seems to be more the Munster gang that are getting their heads turned. getting their heads up. Mm. But Simon Zebo started it. Yeah. And it's kicked on, and now this could be oh, man, and like a wildfire. Massive. This could be like a wildfire throughout. Yeah. So all of a sudden, they're probably saying, "Listen, the IRFU, they're getting a few quid. We're only getting so much here. You know, mm-hmm. can we have a bit, a bit of like the football? Can we get a piece of this pie now?" And Peter O'Mahony, at the end of the day, is Ireland a monster true and true? He wouldn't be leaving very lightly. You know, yeah. a bit like O'Connell. O'Connell kind of waited right till the very end when his career was as good as over, and then he was going to go. And then obviously the injuries. O'Mahony be of that equivalent, maybe not as good a player, but of that equivalent. So for him to go, it's huge. It it, it 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 put it this way. It, it it makes me ask a few questions. Going, what's going on? Is there a bit more than this? What's why all of a sudden does he want to leave? Yeah. He he's not the type that wants. Well, his, his deal expires next year, and as does Ian Henderson from, from Ulster, Ulster yeah. and he is. Seemingly yeah. talking about negotiating a, a deal elsewhere. Now, it could be as simple as the money's just so bloody big. It could be. But this is going to shake it all because yeah. if they talk, they have this rule where if you go and outside you the country, Ireland. you don't play for Ireland. Yeah. They can't slit their own throat. 
Joe Schmidt pretty much said it. Yeah. Um, now, personally, I don't think you say it out loud. I think you might say it personally behind closed doors, but he kind of said, see, but it's no sexton. So, yeah, he's not going to feature. See how, see how he does without the, the oh, man, and standard. Like, yeah. standard's a starter and a starter. And to be honest, so is Henderson. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's not just... Be, it's going to be a money time. thing. It could affect the national side. And we're flying at the moment, so, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and with... Uh, I should have had this all organised here now, but... <laughs> we was, uh, Healy. What's your man's name? Keen Healy. Keen Healy. Uh, no, sorry. No, 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 no. Oh, Austin Healy. Austin Healy. Oh, yeah, I love him. Well, he was talking about Ireland potentially... Why he gives them backing for World Cup success? Interesting. In Ireland, uh, really interesting autumn from them. You know, they kind of they went through. They didn't stumble so much. They didn't always look brilliant, but it was fairly solid. They tried a lot of different players. It did feel like a very en route to a World Cup autumn series for them. Yeah, like you said, they've unearthed a few new players, and that's probably the thing that they needed the most because Ireland's first choice team, particularly the group that they've got in the World Cup means that they're going to go through. They're going to go through to the knockout stages. And then, I think if they can keep everyone fit, they've got a really good chance of winning the next World Cup. Uh, that, you know, they're, a really, they're not going to be favourites. They're not going to be in the top four favourites. But for me, they definitely are. You're going to win that group, I think. Uh, then you've got more pace out wide now. Some young lads burn, I thought was particularly impressive. Um, and you've got the opportunity. You've got some size as well. Is it Stockwell? On Stockdale. Jacob Stockdale. Stockdale, Stockdale yeah. on the left wing. Um, so, you know, you've got options there now. Where in previous years, you had the top 15 guys and behind that, no one with any caps or experience. But that's starting to change. So Ireland, for me, had a very successful autumn. Weren't tested that much, but are really on the right road towards the World Cup. So we have... That's it? Where it's in the bag? No. Is this all <laughs> psychological? Are they trying to... No. It's, it's, no, he's right. Now, I was a slightly bit on the other hand, but that's why he's the expert and I'm not. I'm kind of thinking, is this typical Ireland halfway through a World Cup um, cycle? We're peaking again, as we always seem as to. Always do, peak yeah. in the middle and then fluff it in two years' time. That's what I was fearful of. But now listening to him and listening to one or two other things during the week, these guys know what they're talking about. And it, that's what it seems to be. He's very much trying to build a squad that's needed. And as he said, it is a great group for us. We're going to get out of it and we should win it. And then, um, who knows? And if the lads are fresh, I know it's the Southern Hemisphere and all that kind of crack. Do we have a, a potential tricky tie in, in the quarterfinals I think, or whatever it oh, is? Well, once you get into there, yeah. Mm. Without a shadow of a doubt because a couple of the other groups are loaded. Mm. But I don't, know, I don't know the exact World Cup, the tree. I don't know what group or... I did or, see it. I can't remember what it is. But of course it is. Anyway. But at the same time... New Zealand aside, but even still, they're experimenting. But New Zealand aside, there's no one you fear. Australia, South Africa, and then the rest, you don't fear them. So it's really only New Zealand. If you're avoiding them, you have to fancy it. And then whenever you take them on, it's a one-off, you never know. Yeah. And if it's a final, who cares? Listen, semi-final, we've never got to one, so let's get there first. Well, that's the, that's the, that's the first thing, yeah. isn't it? Get that's to a semi-final. No, but it is. Don't say that. It's the, it's the first thing, but... It comes back to the contract negotiations. Yes. Are these lads doing yeah. this at the right time? Yeah. And, and maybe that's why they're doing it. That's they want to stay yeah. and they're going to try and eke out that extra couple of quid out of the overview. I don't know. If I'm, if I'm a betting man, I'm saying yes, they're, they're going to start raising the bar in paying wages because yeah. they cannot afford the, the game in, in Ireland will fall apart. You can't have don't. that many going away and then playing. You just can't. No. Especially the way, especially if they go to France, they play right up until Or the they just have weekend. to get rid of that rule. But what will happen is Leinster and Munster won't be as strong. Oh, exactly. And then you're struggling. And then it's a lose mentality. If you're losing in the Heineken Cup all the time, like it's a, it's a perfect storm. Leinster and Munster play well. Ireland play well. Yeah. And obviously Connacht and Ulster too. 
It's yeah, you're right. It's a turbulent time without a shadow of a doubt. Um, Conor McGregor. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Listen, been so many rumours about Conor McGregor this week. I'm surprised. I was working in Crumlin during the week, yeah. and I said, "Right, I'm going to find out did this happen." Now, a lot of the people who I was talking to in a well-known shopping centres shop said, "Yeah, he was there, and it was happening, and it did happen." Right. Um, that's what they said. That's the story. Whether it did or not is a different story. He thinks he was blaming and Lanzarote or whatever he said he was. Listen, how true it is, who knows? Um, but one thing is for sure: if he has a true friend, somebody needs to grab a hold of him. Uh, if he has a true friend, 100%. not that muppet. See his minion. As soon as McGregor put up his hood, then he decided to do I it know, as well. Yeah, who do you think you are? Listen, we've, somebody we've said and, it before, and including parents. Somebody, if somebody truly cares about him, needs to grab him now and say, "Listen, mate, cop let's on. not blow this up." Yeah, no, cop on because he's going to get himself. Because you're big, afraid, he's going to get himself in big trouble. Yeah, you're afraid that it's going to blow up, and we'll remember. Do you remember him? He was right at the top for a split second and then disappeared. Now, very rich man, very rich man, and that's all he wants. Maybe, maybe that's all he wants. Exactly. But and he, if he does grant, but anyhow, it'll bother us. Dana White had to say. Oh, yeah. With Connor or allegedly happened in Ireland, we're hitting a mob guy? No, but I don't think it's true because no. if it was true, it would be big. Connor can friggin', you know, Connor can walk down the street and it's big news now. Mm. You know, if, if Connor, if this was true, I, I just have to believe it would be off the charts crazy. Did, did you call him or call Adi or anybody at all to no. find out about that? No. If and it's I, true, we'll end up finding out. I don't chase. I can't chase all these things around. If they're true, the, we'll get it figured out and we'll go from there. Does it concern you, though? You know, you had a history with uh, wise guys back in Boston. Yeah. The fact that allegedly one of the guys he had was in the mob. If that's true, that's probably not a very good thing for Connor, right? And uh, Yeah. Uh, can't be. It can't be a good thing for Connor. Well, can you, can you but you never know. I don't know how that stuff works among, you know, I didn't. I didn't know any of those guys or, or, or any of that stuff, but it can, I'm sure it can be worked out too. You know, uh, didn't uh, you know Jake Lamotta's brother beat the shit out of a wise guy too, and they figured it out. I was gonna say I mean, the, the one we, we don't know about that. So yeah, you can beat the shit out of anyone. We'll start today. <laughs> uh, so he doesn't seem too concerned. That that actually interview goes on for another yeah. eight minutes yeah. and. There's a lot of expletives, so we can't really go into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he's basically saying, and, and what he does say after it is, I don't think Connor. there's a great, great chance that he won't fight again because he's 100 million. How yeah. can you have an incentive when but you have 100 million behind you? that could be it? a little hint that, yeah, he mightn't fight again, but I think he's definitely not going to fight again in the UFC because it just doesn't pay enough. So be prepared for potentially Pacquiao all of a sudden came out of nowhere last week. Did you see that? No. I wouldn't mind get, having a crack at him. No way. Obviously, Malinagi would love to. Looking for money. There's talk of WWE, so I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if you never see him in the octagon again. A million is what he got in the last fight. I don't think he's going to get much more than that, and that's beneath him now at this stage. If he goes around doing these... Oh, joke shop. Yes, joke shop. It's not true sport, obviously. He'll get paid. Yeah, he'll get loads of money. But I, for one, am not And if that's what he wants, brilliant. Fair play to him. He he gets his money. No, I wouldn't pay for it to watch any more of them fights. Because he had his one and only, and it wasn't good enough. Don't go back again. And if anyone buys it, you're a fool. Now, I was thinking this morning, right? Now, I did think about it last night as well. <laughs> I, was think, yourself, I was thinking this morning. And the more I look at that fight, the worse it got. I, I see it. 
you know, it, I think we'll, talk, we'll leave it. We'll leave it for New Year's Eve oh. the, the, the reflection. But the more you look, I'll try at and it, find my quote. <laughs> yeah, try and find your quote. Uh, speaking of, uh, this is a good link to speaking of more idiots with more money than sense. Floyd Mayweather adopted a panda <laughs> for eleven grand, and uh, what did he call him? Go on, Floyd Mayweather. He did not. <laughs> God. So yeah, there you go. That's that's all I have in it. Just. There you go. I'm, I'm sure McGregor's going to go out and adopt something now and call it McGregor Jr. or something. And then see what I can do. A then, gorilla or something. And then fight. The and then the two of them fight each other. Yeah. A panda and a gorilla. <laughs> Live and that could be one of ESPN. our fake stories. Um, and then speaking of more fighting, John Cena is getting himself into a spot of bother with Ford. Why? He's being sued by Ford. Um, they brought out an exclusive one of a thousand. Uh, like there was a thousand made, and he got one of them. Uh, GT supercar, Ford GT supercar. And uh, you sign a contract that you're not to sell it for a profit. Or, sorry, you must keep it for at least two years. Right. He literally flipped it within a few months and made a nice tidy sum out of it. Um, It was a lot of legal wishy-washy reasons, the terminology, but they all signed a contract and it's legally binding. You're being chosen, this car, you hold on to it, you, you do what you're supposed to do with it, but don't be going... Mad. Making money on it, of course, he's done it, so he's getting himself into a spot about a Ford. And as rich and as big as he might be, Ford are much bigger than him, so I'll be interested to see where that goes. Right, so yeah, so uh, uh, I think he sold it for half a million, uh, like well, it's 370,000 pounds, but yeah, he was one of I think he and uh, he flipped it within a couple of months and made a couple of hundred grand or something off it. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. The money they have, huh? it's incredible, it's incredible. Okay. After a, after our Christmas song, yeah. uh, we'll talk a few things about maybe some Christmas gifts. Uh, something that the sport lover, either male or female, may enjoy. Welcome back to Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. <laughs> the big kickoff, 96.4 at gmail.com. And uh, of course, the big kickoff one on Twitter. Um, if you want to listen back to any of the shows, SoundCloud, uh, podcasts on Apple, and the whole, from when we started back in May all the way through now till Christmas, you can listen back to any of them at all. Uh, all enthralling uh, episodes that we had. David, we're going to go into Christmas, because that time of year, Christmas, I suppose, presents that people could buy. Yeah. Sports presents, obviously. Do you want to um, just turn down uh, PC2's uh, volume a little bit there for a bit of a... Yeah, come on. Shoo. Let's see where this goes. Um, so I, I, we've been looking at some stuff, and I think we'll start off with, with maybe books. All right. Have you want to any- have a listen to the little song? No, just a... Ah, oh, there we go. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> and to all, a good night. So, we have a few books, all right? So yes, we kick off with the books, because obviously okay. it's, a, it's a big filler, and obviously a lot of big ones come out at Christmas time, a lot of big sporting biographies, and it's a great present for everybody. I always get at least one a year. It's kind of one of my staple presents. I always ask for the wife, listen, get me a biography. Try not to go always for the obvious one, because I'll get them at some point. But yeah, I love it every year. Get yeah. 
So we're, we're not going to go down the route. It's not necessarily, oh, well, this is a new... The biggest stars. This is a new, yeah. n- new book. Like, there's... I don't know, the Gooch has a... a Shay Given. Gooch has a book out, and... Well, let's, let's put it this way. Little snippets of it. You know, Joe McQuillan was never our favourite ref in Kerry. He writes in one chapter. <laughs> right? Or, uh, I began to wonder, after his knee surgery, I began to wonder about something gone wrong in the surgery. The real challenge was trying to get the knee to bend. And riveting stuff. So we're, we're not, we're not going to go down... Uh, we want something with a bit of yeah. meat to it. Now, obviously, there's other new ones as well, like Shay Givens. Probably fairly... St- st- like, I wouldn't be interested in the Saipan thing. I'd be interested in... 2000, the Paris one. What yeah. did he really make it? At? He was right in front of that, and he's seen what happened. But I can't see this one. I'm, saying. I'm not saying it's going to be exciting. I can't see Shay. I can see him being more Gucci. Oh yeah, uh, Gatlin's might be interesting. Obviously, yeah. with the whole Lions twist and whatever. Coach Kavanagh's is out a while. That might be interesting. I think the new ones because we don't know them and we can't go into great detail. So we leave the new ones out now after this one. I think Frank Bruno's could be a classic. I've seen him at a few after dinner things. And he has he had is, a lot of problems. Yeah, he's uh, been warts and all. Like, yeah. he'll have fascinating ones. Soon as I've heard one or two little instances, his might be interesting. The amount of players that Liverpool could have and should have had when we were in transition, you know, when obviously we were dominating and then Soon as took over and unfortunately it went the wrong way. He had Cantona and Schmeichel in the palm of his hand. Yeah. You know, and that's all in it. So that might be, they're probably, might probably two picks. Now, obviously, there's way more obscure and this, that, and the other, but the stereotypical. But I think we'd leave the the modern ones. Like, they're out there. Check out the websites. You know where they are. They're, you know what the Apollo cons last year be decent. But anyway, let's go. I have a few. Yeah. And as I said, if, if people haven't read these, I have a Correct. few that, listen, this, this is a bit of spice. Plus, we've <clears> read them so we can talk about them. <laughs> Tony Adams addicted. <laughs> Cracking. All right. Now, I, I actually looked up reviews last night about it. Yeah. And there was only one bad review, right? <laughs> Probably a Tottenham fan. And it, this is this is what it was. I had this vision of Adams as a tough old school defender who managed to overcome his alcoholism and the shame of his imprisonment of drunk driving to achieve a healthy soberity and thereby prolong his career. I imagined him as a lovable old tough who would be received and respected and because he believed in people around him. Roy, with the background music, I'm, I'm in here. <laughs> I figured... He'd have an impressive footballing brain, even in his so- if his social and intellectual brain was run of the mill. <laughs> I was wrong on the parts that really mattered. Tony Adams' autobiography re- reveals that he is not just a stupid man, he's a stupid footballing <laughs> man. A man who should never be handed another opportunity to manage a football club. He is arrogant, uh, he was especially selfish when he drank, and now he is impressively selfish full stop. And ultimately, he is a bully, which is, I think, the only reason he can have... Uh, he was an effective captain. Alan Sugar, number one sports fan. <laughs> Only joking. I, but that's exactly the reason why you want to read these things. You know, it's a it's a book about Tony like the Adams. Chapter about where he crashes into the into the garden. I think he was trying to get to the airport for an away fixture or yeah. an England thing, and it's a cracking chapter. It's a brilliant. That alone is worth the, the couple of quid it is for the book. And this this is what I'm saying. So this is the reason why it's a error kind of list is because we don't want to all. I'm, I'm, I'm getting on Gucci's back here. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, oh well, this and people said we couldn't do it, and then we won the All Ireland. You know that yeah. sort of thing. It's not the the real. We want to hear about the hardships that people yeah, have it's had. It's not straightforward. You know, and and they're the enthralling uh, sort of yeah. reads. Um, 
any ones there that you have read well Dave? just as you said about the Entralum ones and a bit more warts and all like because he's anonymous he can really go to town and really say what it is but any of the secret footballer books oh yeah they're brilliant I've only Good. read two anyone who hasn't read the secret footballer books describe what it is basically the rumour is it's Dave Kitson remember the big tall lanky ginger striker yeah, with red? yeah, yeah. but that's not, that's not confirmed it's a complete rumour now people have tried to pick holes and, and have compared oh it definitely is Dave because he says it in this book and blah 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 basically what happened the rumour was he was they, they got the secret football on a radio channel um, and everyone jumped on the going oh it sounds exactly like Dave Kitson and then they start poking out but anyway it's a professional footballer who obviously was went through the levels and definitely played a bit of Premier League and was a bit of a big wig at one of the up and coming clubs which could have been potentially Reading or your Wiggins or one of these but he tells it warts and all exactly like it is like there's different there's access all areas there's what they do in the summer you know some of the shenanigans they get up to when lads trips away for a week in Vegas they tell you everything and then contract wranglings what some players do to try and shift managers out of a job you know they're in bed with all the uh, reporters and reporters give them a little uh, I'm after getting a bit of news on your gaffer yeah give it to me I'm going to go into the office and say here I know this and I'm going to go public that was in the one I read the access all area it's incredible um, but it's proper proper warts and all now the one I read is where he's kind of finishing and he starts becoming an agent and I'd love to know who it is like I'm thinking jeez could it be Jack Grealish but I don't think it is there's a player who he's looking after and doing a good job but his dad is getting in the way right and he something came up about Ireland and he goes don't go there you won't earn more, you won't earn money with Ireland right you know stick it out I think he's good enough for England and if he gets into England it's the big bucks you know this that and the other no we're going to Ireland and he was gone he's like right you're, you're ruining it. and then they went to another bigger club instead of staying where he was because he said he was the big fish in whatever little pond he was in and as soon as he left his career just dived it wasn't the same he he said where you go is so big and so important and he said I went for the money and the ironic thing is when my career was over I would have made just as much money but I would have been happier yeah. and it's a it's a now I'm not doing it justice it's incredible some of the stuff yeah. that players get up to on and off the field and he gives a great insight into different clubs and what a sham some of them are that you wouldn't think are and how brilliant some of the clubs are that you kind of know they are but he really hammers on I think there's Am I right? There's three of those. Oh, books there's five or six. There's a five or six now. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Because one, like the first couple are obviously during his career, and then there's the one I read. It was the Access All Areas, where he's kind of just finishing up in a few years, and then he kind of does a warts and all in different clubs and bits and pieces about them. And uh, yeah, then the last one is a good one. Like uh, what they get up to in the summer. In the summer, yeah. <laughs> Some of it's just crazy. Like the money they have is incredible, and what they do and get up to, and it's just yeah, bonkers. So it's like. I suppose it's, it's, it's just a, a, a it's, it's basically you can say a hell of a lot more because you don't have your name to it if yes. you know what I mean so they are, it's a great biography but it, it can tell you everything because you're not saying who you really are because I watched it, I read the forward on the Access All Areas it's from his wife she said yeah they're great books but they need to be better you need to put everything in it yeah, yeah. and don't be afraid to hold it back I know you're writing them so it's always been, they've always been, I have never read them I read snippets as I said I've read now he has articles, he has a read. column in the whole lot and just google the secret footballer it's an interesting read and when you're reading it you know it's true okay so two two, two other books uh, The Damned United ah yeah 
Have you seen the film? Yeah, yeah. The film was brilliant. Uh, they have... Uh, this is, it, this is it, the famous one where you kind of put all your medals in the bin kind of thing. This is the yeah. one. So it's, it's uh, again, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, it's a novel imagining Brian Clough's solitary tribulations during his 44-day spell <laughs> at Don Rev- as Don Revy's successor at Leeds United in 1974. And it's a masterpiece of, a, of emotional rather than literal truth. So basically, they're saying it's not all truth, everything. It's, some yeah. of it's been written just to, I suppose, to give it that little Holy oomph. Night. But there's, there's, not a, <laughs> there's not a lot that needs to be done because we all know the Don Revy and Brian Clough sort of head-to-heads that they yeah, had. They didn't yeah, like yeah. each other. So the minute, as you said, the minute he took that job, which he probably shouldn't have taken in the first place, mm. he went in and John Giles and all of them have said it before. He basically told them that any of those medals, they cheated. They didn't have... They, <laughs> they, they weren't real medals. Throw them in the bin and I'll get your... Now yeah, let's come and play for me, lads. And now come and play for me. <laughs> Hence the 44-day spell. But it is... Would well, that have been the first time where Team Down Tills are... Was he going no matter what? I'd say probably. Yeah. I would say probably. Well, he didn't do himself any favours, yeah. you know. But that's the way he was. He, no, of course. He, he said things as he as he seen He's them. He's a legend. In his kind of crazy kind of yeah. outlook on life you know but it's definitely if you haven't seen the film read the book do either and I think it's actually a play now as well so oh, yeah. if, if it, uh, if whatever I nearly came said it. Charlie Sheen but um, the British Sheen he plays Brian Clough what's his name yes. he plays Tony Blair he, he, he's brilliant at playing he's people he's always playing that soccer aid what's his name Martin Sheen Martin Sheen is it Martin Sheen Ma- no that's the father, father yeah. Mr Sheen <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, I think because I had a look at your list on the slide when I was looking at the PC earlier on, and um, we both have a uh, pomegranate. We might as well stick to one more football. Back, back from the brink. Yeah, that first chapter alone is just just buy it for that chapter. Yeah, he is literally homeless, walking Manchester for twenty odd hours, finding somewhere to put his head down after a car case. I think it was over the custody of kids. Yeah, or, yeah. And he's knocking into people, and they're ignoring him. And eventually, like twenty, he went going through Moss Side, literally the length and breadth of Manchester. As Silent Night is playing in the background, yeah, it's not pretty reading that first chapter, and and some of it isn't at all. The, the fact that it's real, it happened, Shock. and it's a, and it's it, one it's of our own, a high-profile footballer who to this day is a legend in everyone's eyes. Greatest footballer, yeah, arguably, arguably, yeah, yeah. arguably. Like here's another shocking uh, stat: I, I, was it after his dad died or something traumatic happened, and he ended up in whatever the boys' home? He literally curled up in a ball into a fetal position for so long, his knees started to fuse together. Yeah. And hence where his knees problems have come from. Yeah. How how messed up does that sound? I know you said something else, but how messed up is that? Your knees start to fuse together. You were in a position for so long. Yeah. Like he, God love him. He had serious demons and obviously he opens the kitchen drawer, the, the, the drawer underneath the sink where you know all them undesirables are there and he he's drinking them to get, get a to get some kind of a hit and his kids are looking at him like he, was, it was domestic. Bleaching, whatever it was. Like, like you know, Or any product. <laughs> unbelievable. But yeah, it's 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 such a good read that if, if you and he read still that played game. the way he did, you yeah. know what I mean. That's the thing, and how Ron Atkinson and even Graham Taylor looked after him. It yeah. was very much like see on Thursday, loosen up a little bit, and you're the best player on a Saturday. And Sean Teal is it Sean Teal, the the centre half, yeah. and all these players have a little excerpts on it. And any any newbies that came into Villa were like, "What's the story? Shut up, you! Just wait till Saturday." And yeah. then he's the best player there is, and it's like, "Yeah, you can do what he wants." Yeah. And do you know what the funny thing is? It's such a tragic story. And we, you and think what the, might have been and we've got the Christmas music in the background <laughs> Merry Christmas Merry everyone Christmas. <laughs> um, but yeah it just goes to show you, and he always went on the dry during the, the major tournaments yeah you know we just bet Italy uh, they went to a fan zone area kind of thing like a, a pre 
modern World Cup fan zone in the middle of some park and he just went to the back of the bus and had a, had a sleep did he? yeah that, yeah, that's what it's in the book while the others go bananas and he used to um, I was shocking like he, they'd go to a gig if there was a big gig on in the point before the matches they'd always go and they'd be sitting in the background and he'd be ordering Cokes obviously laced with whatever and yeah. they'd always have a, a normal glass of coke beside. So Ireland obviously meant a lot to him I know he did have a couple, yeah. I think there was a couple of times that he was shaky or right of course Ireland, was but yeah. anyhow listen if but it's, have, it's, it won't go on yeah. about it too much it's but super. it's a great, great um, book Other books I suppose um, I had in my head now it's gone but I'll give you one here have a and this is my last football one this is my yeah, last yeah. football and I have it here in my hand oh, yeah. and it's called Soccernomics all right, and basically, this is for your footballing, I suppose, nerd. Would it oh be? yeah, this, is, this sounds it like it. It's some of the questions that it has in it, and it talks. It, it kind of knocks the myths out of the water. Mm. All right, so some of the questions would be: uh, Does English football discriminate against black people? Yes, and it goes through the statistics of everything in 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 footballing sort of. The access all area seeker footballer, it's superb. Same thing. Uh, there's a bit about that. Like uh, uh the black midfielders, the black holder midfielders, like they they literally stereotype black players that they put them in the middle because they're full of running and engines, but they don't put them in the decision making positions. And it's fascinating and you read it going, Jesus, yeah, there isn't actually a lot of black players in the headline grabbing positions. Yeah. But anyway, back to the soccernomics version. No, I, again, I'm not gonna give too much away with it, but it really is, as, as it says here, football's... I'll give, I'll give you the, the, the little background on it. Football truly is the world's favourite game, followed in over 200 countries and millions around the world. But behind the passion are questions that all true footballers, or footballing fans want to know. Why do England lose to Germany and Brazil, and Germany and Brazil win? How have Spain conquered the world? And why do so many clubs buy the wrong players? Yeah. And they have a thing there, is, is, are, a question, are managers actually needed? <laughs> Yeah. And they go through the whole ins and outs of the yes and no. The yes and no. Yeah, and brilliant. Give, so and give you the very balanced. But it's very, uh, there's plenty of stat- statics mm. uh, are in there to just you know, give you that information that actually you go, whoa, I didn't actually understand that. And holy shit, you know, that, that's the kind of thing. But they talk about why England always lose on penalties and yeah. the stats behind it yeah. and, 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 and stuff like that. But it's a really how to avoid silly mistakes in the transfer market. There's loads of different information in that. Soccernomics, if you, if you get a chance... Like an idiot's guide to football a bit. A little it's, bit. It's, no, it's above that. Above, way better, above that. Way above that. And it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Another one that I want to give a quick mention, and it's, it's been out a good few years, but he's, uh, he, he's uh, a local lad from up the road, up in, uh, up in our neighbours in Leeslip. The milkman from Leeslip, Trevor Brennan's book. Absolutely brilliant. And he refers to different bits of Leaslip and Luke, and you're going, Jesus. Yeah. You know, and talking about, I was down in Courtney's having a few points, and I was in Kenny's, and then he was up in here, there, and everywhere, and working behind the bars up in the Royvale and the whole lot. But it's a cracking book, warts and all, about how much he knew his limits and literally bled it dry every day when he stepped out onto the field. You know, he's one of them players. He knew it, and he went for it. But it's a great little insight into feeling a little bit jilted by Ireland for a little period of time where he thought he should have been and a lot of people thought he should have been in and then of course his renaissance out in France and he's living the high life out there now and how much they love him and everyone goes to his pub yeah they love him the Danu in um, Toulouse yes oh it's picking up now Sean oh here we go everybody Merry Christmas (laughs) hey (laughs) 
So uh, I suppose we should probably go to a break and then we we'll come back with our non-book related. Uh, oh no, 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 oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 because I have two left. All I right, want go. to give you give two. And now this is more. Let's get these done. These are to the side of football. Oh yeah, and to the side kind of of sport, but it, there's enough of a link because there is uh, rowing involved uh, oh, yeah. and some sort of athleticism. But there's a book here that I have, and it's called Bold Man of the Sea from Jim Schechter. All right. And basically what it is, it's uh, a fellow called, a British man, is uh, an ocean rower, uh, hey. Jim Schechter, wading, he, he basically he sailed from, a road from South America to Queensland in Australia. So across the uh, Pacific Ocean, and he was the first person to Lazy. do it. He was the first person ever to row single-handed, unsupported across the Pacific Ocean. This is basically it. In the, great, or in the tradition of great and many eccentric travellers, he became end, endless obstacles and hazards in reaching his goal. The blank refusal of the Chilean, Chilean officials to let him start, forgetting a can opener, the taking of only two towels, fending off sharks with a makeshift harpoon, the failure of most of his navigational equipment, coming within 10 metres of being crushed by an oil tanker and Hurricane Paula threatening to overwhelm. That's, they're only parts of the adventure. It's a proper inspirational it's story p- to get uh, your finger off, out of your butt and get out I and get on with your life. I couldn't put that book down. Yeah. It was unbelievable. There's just the amount of adventures. Just even, before he, even before he got into the boat, it was, it was unbelievable. Mm. But my favourite book of all time is a book called Joint Steps. Uh, from Carl Bushby right? mm-hmm. and again it's, mo- it's another adventure one and it's a book about Carl Bushby who f- starts off hey. a walk from the southern t- tip of I think it's Chile in South mm-hmm. America mm-hmm. and has to walk all the way to London with no boats so he has to get by foot all the way to London so he does his little walk and he goes up through South America. Mm-hmm. He goes... He Central to, America? And the problem is he has to try and get through from South America into Central America. Mm-hmm. So it's from Colombia, I think it's to Panama. Uh, that'd be the canal, wouldn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And, but the problem there is is that they have the, the gorillas, the, the Colombian gorillas, and anyone who goes through that area, they almost always kill. So that yeah. was his, one of his big problems. Of course, then he has to go through America, up through Canada, and he has to try and get from Canada to Russia yeah. by walking. Yeah. And everyone knows that the, is it the Bering Straits? Yeah, is yeah, that it? Yeah. So he has to wait for that to freeze over and walk. To eventually. Across, and, and so you physically can do it? So you physically can. He didn't have to kind of put a treadmill on a plane and keep walking. But the amount, the amount of people that he met, the amount of... And I'd say goodwill and people who helped him out and the whole lot. And people who tried to yeah. rob him and kill him and, and, and everything. <laughs> And Merry Christmas the, the drug lords in the jungle who, yeah. were, who were chasing him down And stuff like that But he obviously had He has an, an army background So he knew how to look after himself In these Evasive situations tactics And this that and the other But by far The best book that I've ever read Yeah, yeah. No, In my life well, Say it again What's the name? Joint Steps by Carl Bushby That's it That's our top tip Okay We go Back for more To an ad Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe She'd been drinking too much eggnog Merry Christmas, you just stopped it there yeah. It doesn't matter, we'll say it anyhow uh, welcome back to the big kickoff. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. Dave, so we've done books, right? So 
We're going to go on to just general presents. And Correct. This is only probably about 10 minutes long. Yeah, then, and so. it's also uh, very short and sharp with a bit of a laugh and a bit of a tongue-in-cheek. But golf. If you have a partner who loves golf, you are laughing. Because just to start with... Like, it is the handiest one to get. The gimmicky presents are fantastic. You can get pink golf balls, uh, golf balls that look like footballs, uh, monogrammed, golf head covers of your favourite football team or animals. Or, you can just go bananas, clothes, shoes, bottoms. Though. And if you really love them, you can buy them some stupidly expensive golf clubs that work. Send them on, get them a four ball somewhere with dinner so the four boys can go out. It's just, you can go bananas. Um, another one I was thinking of, like, you know, even if you really wanted to piss off their mates, get them like a, a lesson or two so they can go off and get a lesson, <laughs> get a lesson or two, then spend the whole round showing everything that they learned. Yet they still end up in the bushes and the two lads will be on the ferry going, he's still fucking shy. <laughs> anyway, and then afterwards be in the clubhouse standing there showing what he told me to do for literally weeks on end. So that's another one that you can pee them off. But uh, one that we've discovered now, it's been around for a good few years, and golf people will definitely have heard this before. But uh, it's called Euro Golf. Um, for when you're caught short on the golf course and you want to make it look like you're still just playing your round and you're not looking creepy in the bushes or somewhere. And it's a nice subtle way of uh, basically relieving yourself if you're caught into, in, into trouble. So this is a little infomercial of about a minute long. It's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, you can hurry it up there a bit. Maybe. Yeah, uh, shoot. So when you're caught short in a golf course, you can buy this for your loved one. Drank a lot of water. I really have to go. People are waiting to tee off, and there's no restroom out here. Guys, how many times has this happened to you? Come on, you know you can't hold it in that long. Don't worry, I've got the perfect gift for you. Introducing the Euro Club the discreet sanitary solution for your urgent relief. Created by a board-certified urologist, it looks like an ordinary golf club, but it contains a special reservoir built into the grip to relieve yourself. The Euro Club comes with a special towel to keep your privacy, and it appears to everyone that you're just checking out your club. At first, it seems comical, but believe me, when you really have to go, it's a lifesaver. Sanitary, leak-proof, easy to clean, and no more embarrassing moments in the bush. Dramatically improve your golf scores for only $49.95. And when you order now, get a second Euro Club for half price. That's two for only $74.92. Club now at 866-999-4-EURO. That's 866-999-4-EURO. Uh, so basically, it's a golf club to stick your stick Wilbur in, yeah. So he can uh, relieve yourself, so he can puke up in. So basically, <laughs> yeah, it looks like you're kind of holding the golf club, but deep down, and there's a, it's the, it's this is the only thing you're missing in the video. There's a little kind of privacy towel to cover, yeah, your lap area. But it because you have the towel, it basically looks like you're interfering with yourself with a golf club <laughs> in your hand. But anyway, yeah. So if you really want to give it a go in the middle of the fairway, I dare you. Because it, that looks more creepier than actually, listen, I'll be back in a second, lads, and you run off into the bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way creepier. So there you go. It's called Euro Club. It's been around for a few years. I have a funny feeling you might struggle to find it now because I'd say it didn't do too well. But Euro Club, U-R-O Club. Go Google it and see if you can get You'd probably get one for about 300 quid now because it'd be a gimmicky piece or something. For, I probably would. For a club have you ever seen anyone use it? No. Like Every time I look at it, I'm going, is this real? Is this <laughs> really real? Or is this a, a, a funny one? But if you look to the right channel, see the way it has um, these dodgy infomercials. Oh, yeah, and one yeah, of them, yeah. Americans will buy anything too. The top 10. The top 10, <laughs> yeah. So they will buy anything. So anyway, there you go. There's some golfing ones. Euro Club, if you want to. Stick our Christmas music back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll keep you. Uh, another very quick one a trampoline fairly sporty 
Plus, you can get your money back when the idiot dad goes in. Make sure you're recording them all the time. Because when they eventually <laughs> make the mistake, you can get 250 quid back yeah. and you've been framed. So, it's the gift that will give something back to you. You get 250 quid off it. Because some idiot will go, I fancy this. Somersault, over the fence, dub, job done. Hardy Hill talking about you. A trampoline. I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go straight down the line here with um, golfbreaks.ie. Oh, Have you yeah. ever looked at some of the, some? Actually, I can't believe some, fantastic some of the prices are unbelievable for yeah. the places they're going to. They have one here, Mar Menor Golf Resort, special offer four nights B&B, three rounds of golf from 209 per person. I mean, that's nothing. That is absolutely Bags nothing. Seven, seven nights B&B, uh, five rounds, 339 per person. So even if even if the, the, the female listener out there who doesn't play golf wants to buy her... She, and get him out of the house for a few days. She could go along and not play golf. And yeah. still a cheap holiday. Yeah. You know, so yeah. golfbreaks.ie, go on to it, and the, the amount of offers and brilliant places and brilliant courses, go and have a look. Ladies, or men for that matter, are you bored of listening to that armchair manager when Erdogan are playing and sick of them going, O'Neill is this, O'Neill is that, you should be that this football is terrible? Well, for only 150 quid, you can send them to the games instead for the whole year. FAI season tickets from 150 euro every single game seven or eight games and the FAI Cup final for free so instead of listening to that moron like me on a is Friday night go- is that a hint <laughs> do you want to hear me moaning about O'Neill and the Irish team next year Jackie yeah well buy me a season ticket <laughs> and it's only 48 quid for kids 48 48 quid for kids for, for the same area so for up. 50 quid for a year for a year yeah for ticket. a season ticket so from March um, um, really? I'm starting to panic here. Can I can I Google this while we're talking just to yeah, make sure? sure, not sure <laughs> yeah, because I'm starting to panic now that it mightn't be. <laughs> well, I, I'll just jump on to uh, Predator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Predator have make, made a return. Uh, Adidas Predator have made a return back into the footballing world. Now, they do have these stupid ankle things that they all <laughs> seem to have now. These yeah, little ankle yeah. warmers or something. I, again... Maybe we're getting old, but these, yeah, yeah. these are the things that... And I don't actually think anyone likes them. I've heard lads talking about them, and they're cutting them off and everything, so they don't even like them. But anyway, Adidas Predator, I was looking at them, and I was saying, God, they're dear, and then I seen the pair for €60. Euro. But I think they're just a kind of uh, prototype, nearly. We'll ch- sell it for cheap. Uh, but if you want to get an Adidas Predator, Predator boot, 300 quid. Yep. Yeah, just a quick confirmation. Yeah, children, all general admission sections, forty-eight euro. But, 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 but what's what's a little star up the top? Oh, the twenty seventeen renewal price, or then there's the twenty seventeen or oh, the three stars. Uh, children under the age of sixteen years old, and tickets must be purchased with at least one adult. So Bo- yeah, booking fee applies. Yeah, so basically it is forty-eight quid. So in around that, yeah. but you have to buy an adult ticket with because you have to have them. Obviously, you have to. Have so them if you say you and your son, or you and your daughter, or your mother and your daughter, or whoever it may be, so one thirty. So for one hundred seventy-eight quid, you can get you and well your partner and one of your kids out of the house, and you don't have to listen to him or her moaning about money. It's actually it's actually value for money, isn't it? Yeah, and it's now obviously because the, the, the only problem is is that you have to watch Ireland. Play. Yeah, now now this one in relation to it, it's the seventeen eighteen season, so there's only really three matches left on it. But as soon as they're finished, it's back on again. If you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. So you would have got Serbia, Moldova, the potential playoff, the FA Cup final, and then the three friendlies in the winner. So you're getting at least seven or eight games. Yeah, which is for about twenty quid. What is it? One thirty is it? Yeah, twenty quid a ticket, and then barely, yeah, whatever. I, mean, I can't do the maths. I haven't got the Vardam and brain on me today. The, so yeah. The um, Mr. Sports Gift, right? Oh, I yeah. looked I at like this last this going, night, yeah. but he he has a thing called uh, personalized hurlies and slitters. Super. So basically, what you can do is you can get your your hurl with the name, initial, nickname, 
even a photo, if yeah. that's what you wanted to have, or a slitter yourself. And, and just something that kids What's love. What's the website? Uh, Mr. Sports Gift. There you go. .ie.com. Yeah, I don't know. Just Google it. I don't know. Yeah. Who cares about .ie's and .coms? It's for, it's for can hurlers. It's for guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Steph? Gym membership. Just purely because it's a minefield. Yes. You know, I bought gym membership. Why? I'm going to tell you now. Why'd you buy a gym yeah. membership? Don't do it. Yeah. Don't buy but gym I just said I put it in for the crack. All right. If you want to fight, do it. My friend, right? <laughs> she, or waste the money. She bought a gym membership. And I thought, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't. Oh, no, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. I did it before Christmas. You did it for a month before Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> you did it for a month before Christmas. You're only going to do it for a month no, after for a year. Christmas. No, no, I'm going to. Whole year. She's done it for a month and that's it. She hasn't yeah. done it. And now, I think, I actually think she owes money. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, do not buy gym membership. Yeah. Get out and run. Yeah, let, let's shut down the gyms. <laughs> this is a new campaign. Shut Back the gym Brussels. <laughs> <laughs> gyms are bad. They're bad for your Coming finances. Next week, personal trainer head. to the stairs. <laughs> but I, I don't get gyms. I get. I, I can understand people going and doing sort of circuit training with people, and they do it for a six week period and, and whatever. Yeah. But get out and walk. Get out and exercise. Yeah. Get out with for your friends. Yeah. Don't be stuck in a gym, standing at and looking at a television screen while you're walking on a treadmill. Yeah. And if you buy someone that, you're forcing <laughs> them to have to do that. You're forcing them into a lonely life. You don't want it to be lonely. <laughs> 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 Get out and walk, will you? <laughs> Next. Plus, as I said, it is the minefield. Like, imagine you bought your membership of your partner. Why, 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 why did you buy me that for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. Why do you keep saying no? No. <laughs> uh, sport and video games. You can't not bring it up very quickly. FIFA, awesome. Go get it. But uh, remember the finger tap and madness of the old track and field games and all that oh, back in the day. Brilliant. And, then press it at the right time for the long jump. Long and all jump, yeah, they, oh. they were great. That was very, very uh, yeah, something like there was virtual racing. Do you remember yeah, virtual yeah, racing? Yeah. But NBA Jam used yeah, to be yeah. unbelievable. Up. The thing is, though, you can go back and get those games. Oh, they're all games, coming back, so. and it costs like fifty quid, but you get a hundred classic Sega Mega Drive games. And you yeah. go up to the TV, like yeah. it's well worth it. If, and if you go into Rage in town, yeah, uh, they do brilliant yeah. uh, consoles, retro consoles with with all those yeah. type of games. NBA Jam, the Fifas, the but again, my, one of my games that I love is FIFA Manager or mm. Player Football Manager. Football Manager, yeah. Used to be Championship Manager, Football mm. Manager, and you just can't go wrong with that. So. Yeah, hours and hours of fun. And then NHL is always a great game for a good sporting thing with the lads because you can really hit people and get away with it, and you can fight and everything. And you just shoot like mad, and you don't know what you're doing, and it's brainless, and it's great. Madden is getting very chess like. Is it? A lot of buttons. Square to the guy out on the left, circle to the guy on the right, triangle for the guy in the middle, and you're like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I just want to throw it and run and get yeah. it. But it, but it's a great game as well. I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with a sports game. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of them. Like, and do, do your homework. But it, sure, you had one called G1 enough. Jockey. It was just a horse racing one, and it was so addictive. Oh, do you know what was a great game? <laughs> I don't know if you were ever in Doctor Quirky's, and they had this horse racing game. You actually got on it. You got on the horse, and oh. you had to move it. Good oh. workout. Oh, brilliant. Hey. Take that, gyms. Yeah, that's it. The gym should install those type of games. <laughs> that's it. You're right, Dave. Down with the gyms. <laughs> uh, what was your favourite? Have you got a favourite sporting Christmas present you ever got? Do you remember? Remember I asked you last night. Does yeah. any come to mind? I'm a favourite Christmas. Can you me clothes I've, or whatever? Is I've there favorite, any sporty? My favourite Christmas presents 
sporting Christmas presents it's very hard to say because yeah, if you ever got a football that, I mean football yeah. that could be the simplest but even present. a memory it doesn't have to be a great present but for you I got when I, I really wanted it this year and this is before Playstations yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Mega Drives or any Sega or Nintendo or, uh, but Sabutio was out at that time and I got Sabutio one Christmas and I got the the Astro pitch right mm. but this pitch the non-crease one where you no no actually no sorry I got I didn't get the Astro pitch I got the uh, oh we're going into a break no, I got no. I got the one that you had to earn <laughs> so so you got the pitch out and you actually had to earn this yeah, pitch I out that one as well and you're going for about oh, the 10 Italian minutes. 90 version did you have the Italian yeah, Italian? Yeah, Ireland and Italy. What did you have? Uh, I can't remember. Italian food. But I got... Well, I got... I'll tell you who I did get. I got the Italian 90 um, Germany team. With the, you know that jer- oh, the jersey oh, with the little street yeah, stripes yeah, going yeah. across. I had the Italian team. I had the Irish team. I, I think I had the Man United. Liverpool, Liverpool, I remember. Because yeah. remember Cormac's, which I only walked past yesterday. Yeah, my man goes, anyone in that? Yeah. I said, it hasn't changed. It's, great, it's obviously yeah. just been closed for 20 yeah. odd years. But I used to go down there and I used to always look at the... Stared in the window. The FA Cup. The little yeah. Sabuti FA Cup, which is actually twice the size of the players. Yeah. And I used to stare at the floodlights going, one day. Oh, floodlights. Yeah. And I had great visions of building the ground. It was like I was my own club chairman. I'm yeah. going to build a stadium. How are you going to play? the game with if you had a full oh, stadium I don't know how you do it yeah. it but, was just uh, to have it there yeah. though, wasn't but it that wasn't, that's not even mine but it just takes me back and my Stevens Day massacre Lucky the Cat was under the couch watching ah, me playing it yeah, and came out of nowhere and went for the ball and took about 40 players out yeah, there's nothing worse than so your, I had player, to play eight your players nine. getting injured they always seem to break their legs oh and when they broke they broke, <laughs> they there broke. Was no li- and you're trying to bend them back up and then you're breaking them the other way so until the shops opened I was playing 8v9 for about two days <laughs> I was disgusted but mine was I think it was in my teens like I was well grown up at the state a putting machine you know the stereotypical putting machine yes, goes in and pops yeah. it back Got, yeah. I think it's because it caught me on the hop I wasn't expecting it but uh, going back to as you said the, the World Cup jersey the German one yeah. I got I think it was ni- it was around 1990 obviously and Liverpool were actually a decent side but I got the Adidas track the official one right. instead of the O'Neill's job before it changed yeah. and it was a white top but I had that Oh, thing thing that went across. Yes, yes. Now yes. it was awful colour it was red and grey right. the red and grey went across and it was grey tracks at bottoms with red stripes so think about it I remember it, it was awful I remember it for a 10 year old kid a white tracksuit top is a disaster I'm telling you one thing I, th- th- there was not a stain on that top I'd wear it as soon as I knew I was in danger it was off and I put it to one side and played with something else or put something else on it. but uh, yeah they were my favourites anyway coaching a lot, there is a lot of coaches listening to the show again yeah. from everywhere around the world and we've had things but there's a, a, a subscription called Elite Soccer now I've got it over the years and I love it and it's 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 a magazine it's, it's an e-magazine yeah, so they, get, yeah. they send it on to you but it's a magazine that has different coaching I suppose sessions mm. that are put on by all the pros top clubs yeah you know, Ferguson was on it Allardyce uh, yeah. Guardiola whoever you can think of not just the managers but different coaches but a lot of the managers but they put in different sessions so it may be how to turn your team into you know uh, counter attacking team mm. Be- best mm. training methods or sessions that you can put on for it uh, it's great but the year subscrip- subscription 170 quid there you go so you get, you get 12 uh, you actually get 12 uh, one a month 12 uh, magazines but you also get two bonus uh, absolute library of videos and tips and ah, drills yeah, yeah. so we've missed a load we probably ha- we've hit the nail in the head in the field and, but there you go it's sporting as long as it's your other half or your better half or who you're buying for like sport you can't really go too wrong unless you obviously buy them a United top and they're a Liverpool fan I got United slippers one year um, that's, yeah, we, I won't get into detail how did that happen 
I think the Liverpool ones somebody panicked now I, in fairness I'm blaming my dad I think he tried to convert I think it was he was getting bored and I think he had it oh um, they weren't around um, so I, I got the wrong ones I was like no I don't want them I don't want them I don't want them so I have a feeling I was about six or seven I think he was trying to convert me and I was having none of it did you ever wear them? Absolutely not. Straight down to Joe Walters. Remember Joe Walters? Joe Walters. Straight yeah. down as soon as they were open. Get rid of them, pal. Oh, oh, there's Liverpool ones here. Oh, they hadn't got them a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, lies. <laughs> I, I, it's only now I've realised. I think my dad tried to sort me. How oh, dare. Screw you, dad. If you're listening. Uh, just, a, just a few <laughs> last ones that I had. Um, again, instead of the gym. All right. Do you know, there, you, can, you can purchase gifts uh, for... Tough mother and hell and back oh, and yeah. stuff well, like that. Well, get out great and run. Day out. Get out and run. They're great days out and you'll enjoy it. So if, if I you want, done one yet, but anyone I know has done it. I have had a ball. I, I want to do it next of year. Of all shapes we put, we, put, we put it down as our, oh, our we'll thing for, for next year. Um, if if you wanted, there's great trips as well. If you wanted to buy someone a trip to Cheltenham, so if you, there, I think it's there's a couple of hundred quid for a t- three or four nights stay and two two tickets uh, in entrance thing. And I think it's about two to three hundred quid. You can't go wrong with that. Uh, of course, football day outs and if if you are loaded, if you are minted, yeah. and a trip to Augusta with the four day pass, seven grand. I was about to say for one million dollars. Yeah, it's not far at all. If you really love someone, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. We go to a break in the middle. Well, will we? Yes, okay, okay. (laughs) I I actually just hadn't got it ready. Okay, we go to a break. Welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. David, boxing. In the ra- oh, will we finish with Al Joyce or will we give him a oh, nod no, now? Give him a nod now. Uh, John Joyce, uh, second round stoppage yesterday. Uh, that's 3 3 now. 3 0. Yeah. And his uh, pro career, uh, we obviously had him on in the summer and a uh, big fan of his and obviously the boys down in Esker and stuff like that. So a cracking win last night in Celtic Clash 4. Um, it's just. A local, step. a local lad but he's doing it in style at the moment isn't at he at the moment yeah he's definitely yeah. a big hitter yeah. uh, I watched a bit of it last night one of the lads put it up live on Facebook and yeah, yeah big hitter yeah. and it looked a bit of a wild one because he went down at one point but I don't know whether it was a slip it's hard to tell in the video Yeah, but uh, yeah job done second round stoppage that's good and obviously he was on with us and mentioning the fact that he might um, he's hoping for sometime next year uh, an Irish title shot I think that's fairly straightforward if he keeps doing what he's doing yeah. have a look yeah. so we'll we definitely should, get we, him on or have him in again uh, in the new year you know what 100% certainly the plan we, is we have year. to get to the next fight we have oh, to yeah. get to the next fight because well, maybe get him in early Irish. to see exactly what's, what's his plan for the year because next year is a big year from he wants to get that belt and yeah, it's been a good, good start for him yeah. anyhow so hopefully um, darts darts poor old snake bite Roy is in a spot of bother he's um, taken ill and he's pulled out of all his exhibitions before the World Championships and whether he's going to make the World Championships yeah, he's rushed into hospital debatable. wasn't he yeah so it's been a bit uh, sketchy the wife just put up very sorry blah 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 he's taken in he's gone into hospital didn't go into any great detail but yeah he's pulled out of all his exhibitions so it's another two weeks before it starts I think he's got a Brazilian what fairly day, straightforward what day is that, is that 15 15th like that? or 16th um, it will be on for 4 or 5 days I think the 20 tour that finishes up we, and we may have a look at it next week oh and, without and, a doubt yeah and, and, and the, it, it's all fairly the, before Christmas it's all fairly straightforward there will be probably one shock yeah. but it's all fairly straightforward the kind of the little minnows get their day and uh, and then it gets to the business end once it hits yeah. the, the 26th 
Okay, can't not finish the show off yeah. without talking about the World Cup draw, which we are not in. But Will we start with England. Happy, yeah. they'd have to be happy with that draw. Well, Belgium, the, Panama, and Tunisia. Prob- yeah, and the way the games are set out for them, they have Tunisia first, Panama second, and then Belgium third. Yeah. Obviously, ideally, they should have six points on paper. On paper. But we've seen it before. They went and they had Costa Rica in their group. Yeah. I think Costa Rica and topped that group. Technically, could be an equivalent. Yeah. So there's nothing guaranteed with England. Yeah. But it, now, they couldn't get said, a better draw than they did. Yeah. And Selke said the right thing. You know, we've an awful habit of writing certain uh, a lot of these teams off in the World Cup, and then they're the ones who we end up doing the banana skin. And I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So to be honest, he doesn't need to work on Belgium. We all know who they are. Mm. We all know the manager Roberto Martinez. They don't have to do a lot of work. If anything, they need to study the crap out of Panama and Tunisia now and make sure they put them to bed yeah. and make it easy. Yeah, None it. of this tense, make it easy. They should beat them, end of story, six points, and then who knows that against Belgium. It should. So yeah. there's no excuse. Here's how you earn your crust now, Southgate. Okay. Uh, you have six months, no excuse. Let's get it on. Because uh, in fairness, we don't want them to win it, but we want them to go to a certain distance because we do enjoy watching... England, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, we do like them involved till a certain point. Well, listen, if if, if England weren't in it, because Ireland aren't in it, Northern Ireland, it would be Wales, Scotland, it, it, it'd be a little bit boring. Because and we do watch. England. We have their we have their channels. We listen to their channels. And we have their like players that, that so. we follow. We players, There'll be a few yeah. Liverpool, United, or whoever it may be. Uh, just go just go briefly through the groups. First group: Russia. South, uh, South Africa, Saudi Arabia, Egypt and Uruguay. Not very exciting. You'd probably go Russia, Uruguay there, I presume. But then again, Russia, you don't know. Depends Egypt, Mo Salah. Depends how Mo Salah is doing. You know. Running the, thing. Uh, the only interesting game for me in Group B is Spain and Portugal. Oh yeah, Morocco and Iran. If they don't get through, forget about it. Yeah. Um, France, Australia, Peru and Denmark. I'll be tight enough, I There's think. There's a couple that. of groups where whoever tops it should be straightforward but 2, 3 and 4 is a bit open and that's potentially an open one Australia, Peru and Denmark that's a bit of a yeah. you can't really say D probably is the group of death there's always a group of death but it's not a major one but no. probably that's the one and of, let's put it this way you look at Argentina Argentina, yeah. Iceland Croatia, Nigeria yeah. Argentina there's no reason why Argentina yeah. couldn't get knocked out yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm going to yeah. say to you. If Messi's you, not home, you could say it the yeah. other way around. You could say it shouldn't get through, but yeah. it, it actually is that way. The way they qualified, they didn't qualify with style. No, and no. it's a, a group that you know, Nigeria. I'm not totally sure how well exactly, how good they are. but it's the potential group of death. So that's yeah. that's yeah. a bit out there. Now, just to quickly mention, because we've gone through C and D, the bumper day is Saturday the 16th of June. Yeah. So from 11 o'clock, one o'clock. Uh, 11 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 5 o'clock and 8 o'clock British time. There's four matches on and they're half decent matches. France are playing Australia in the morning, then Argentina, Iceland, then Peru, Denmark and then Croatia, Nigeria. So by 10 o'clock your brain will Listen, be fried. You'll be watching uh, Morocco and Iran when it's on. You know, it's of course just, you will. get engrossed by it all. But so. you're on the couch by 11 and you don't finish till 10. Yeah. It's a great 11 hour session. So there's warning. Everyone out there, all the ladies. Ladies, and, and, 16th of June. And the men who don't like football, who have <laughs> ladies who do like football, <laughs> be warned. Uh, uh, Group B, Brazil. It's... it's Brazil you expect it, but Switzerland and Serbia, that, Serbia that's interesting. Serbia was the worst one they could have got, yeah. Serbia is the worst one they could have got yeah. in the bottom. So. so that's another one where you expect Brazil to top it, but then two, three and four, you, it could go anyway. Look at Costa Rica yeah. in the last It'll be one. interesting to see how Brazil do on this yeah. one. And I think the same in Group F. Yeah, Germany aren't going to have their own way, but yeah. they should, they'll, they'll get through. Mexico, Sweden and Korea, yeah. 
any of them. It's another one, yeah. Belgium and Panama, Tunisia, and England, we already discovered that. It should be a 1-2. should be a straightforward one, so but yeah, we'll see. It. But yeah, last one, Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. Nothing overly exciting. You're just yeah. kind of waiting for the next stage. Like, you expect Poland and Colombia, but... <laughs> that's another one where it's it's very hard it's an interesting group we'll wait and see yeah. so there you go obviously it's it's not far away before we really start talking about it um, who would you go for just to finish off who would you tip right now who would you go oh, you have to go for Germany just, Germany yeah. yeah I'd probably go Germany but I, I fancy France I don't know what it is I, I like where they're going yeah. and we'll wait and see but anyway uh, U2's new album is out and this is to finish off with you're the best thing about me but it's not the one that's all over the radio it's the actual album version okay so have See a good uh, have a good Sunday guys when you look so